The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the The ReaperCast. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack, and I'll be your host this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin of GRG, Lala Calamari. As you can tell, we're still rocking that special intro. Uh, I just don't want to give it up just yet. Uh, It's also on a list of things to fix. Usually it's very slow gaming news-wise, but this episode is fully packed. Stay tuned. At the very end of the episode, we give our review of the Game of Thrones season series finale. Joining me this week are some of GRG's finest, if we actually have fine things, uh, we're not allowed nice things anymore since I usually wind up breaking them. But actually, I think these guys are becoming regulars now. First up, we have Mr. Destiny himself, Valiant Victory. How you doing? What you drinking? And uh, besides Destiny, are you playing anything else? Uh, not really playing anything else. Been uh, watching some Game of Thrones. I may have mentioned the last time I was on a little behind. So I spent the last couple of weeks getting all caught up. Watched it from the beginning, and so I'm all ready to talk about it i'm uh drinking a plenty kugels tonight summer shandy uh seems to be my regular at least for this and uh yeah i'm doing great i think that's good well you know i'm glad to see you you're doing your homework you knew the uh what the agenda was for this week and you you powered through it and finished up all the episodes next up we have mr Coors himself gunny how you doing why are you drinking Coors, and what's your plan i am not drinking Coors right now what? I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi. Oh, no. You know what happens to people <laughs> in GRG that drink Diet Pepsis? I know, but here's what happened. Little short story. Grex and HR came to see me, and they said something about being politically correct and too much beer. So I'm on restriction. Have the wife smuggle in some beer. I say it's okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm having cores. Fuck HR and Grex. Of course I'm drinking cores. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Good to see you guys uh, again tonight. Just throw me under the bus fight, aren't you? Excellent. <laughs> What's your fault? And finally, we have the uh, guy I'm trying to pawn the site off to. He just won't take it. Grex, how you doing? What you drinking? And why is your mic so loud at the moment? <laughs> You were bitching about my mic all the damn time. I jacked it all the way up. He swallowed it. So, uh, playing Division and occasional game of COD, Call of Duty. You know, grinding out gear, trying to not fail so bad at the raid, which we're doing horribly at. And then I'm drinking uh, a Mad Anthony's American Pale Ale. It's not bad. Got it out of the uh, Beer of the Month Club. That sounds pretty decent. Matt Anthony, is that your boyfriend? <laughs> you tell, you're just jealous, that's all. I understand. He's just bitter that you talk to him. HR talked to him. So anyway, um, my name's Jack Lala Calamari from Grim Reaper Gamers. I'm currently drinking the Sierra Nevada Summerfest, which is excellent. I highly recommend this. It's a great summer beer. And what am I playing? I'm currently trying to gear up in Division 2. That's not going too well. I'm playing some Black Ops 4 and uh, still messing around with Elder Scrolls at the moment. Elder Scrolls Online. Anyway, 
So I uh, just wanted to point out the uh, the ReaperCast is sponsored by Green Reaper Gamers Adult Gaming Community. Make sure to stop by our forums and check our calendar to see what's going on. If you have any comments or questions, please hit us up on our email at ReaperCast at GreenReaperGamers.com or hop in our Discord channel, uh, which is linked on our site. And so now on to the show. We go back to the, the Lala rants, and I'm taking this one over. My rant this week is dealing with streamers bitching and their nonstop complaints and how they treat their communities. The last few weeks at work have been kind of slow. So I've been watching some of the streamers for a bit and I've been watching or as much as my stomach can handle. And what's getting me is uh, these guys are just nonstop complainers. Like I was watching Ninja because Ninja fascinates me. So I was watching Ninja. Yeah, the amount of money this guy makes, how much he earns, how many people watch him. I, I kind of just every once in a while check him out to see what's going on and what the pull is. So he's playing. They must have had some new update in Fortnite, and he gets killed. All his bodies get killed. He goes on this like 20-minute rant about how Epic ruined the game, how they made it for casuals, how anybody can kill anybody. And I'm just sitting there watching him complain about something where he's making millions of dollars at. He's got this dream job. And then top it off, he goes into this game with three other killers and they unleash on the general public in a game that doesn't have skill-based matchmaking. And he's going to bitch about losing every once in a while. It was something I wasn't interested in at all. I quickly tuned out. I'm like, this is why I don't pay attention to Twitch. Uh, I also was watching a few other channels, some other streamers, and I noticed uh, some of these streamers just are toxic with their own chat. You know, these people, they're throwing money at you. Like, so if, if you're a viewer, they're, they're giving this guy five bucks here, 10 bucks there. And this guy's ran and raving to his chat, calling him stupid. You're assholes. You guys are dumb, blah, blah, blah. And he had 20,000 viewers. I'm like, how is this even possible? Why are people even putting up with this? And how is this okay? I don't know. I guess... As someone that works a regular job and has regular real life issues, being a streamer, it's it's a dream job where I, I can't imagine there's any sort of problems you would have. I mean, they, they don't know what like an actual hard day of work is. Uh, and, and I guess their biggest complaint in life is getting stream snipe. I don't know. So anyway, uh, my, my bitch, this, my rant this episode is about stream streamers bitching. And I guess I just don't understand Twitch. I don't get it. But. Well, they're catering to their their audience because most of the audience wants to bitch right along with them because, you know, if you're not 1337, Lee, you know, oh, my God, it's Lag's fault. It's the game's fault. It's the developer's fault. Uh, No, you just suck. And the fact that he's bitching about having getting owned by regular people, well, sorry, you're not Lee no more. So that's all it is. They're just catering to the audience. Now, as far as telling him stupid shit, he's just fucking dumb. I mean, yeah. I would never call GRG stupid to their face. Well, I would. I would. But I mean, some people point their fingers at me and say, oh, you know, Lala, you're always bitching and complaining. Yeah, well, I don't make money from this site. So that's my right. one perk. So piss off. Let me have my one thing in life. Well, if you're, you know, if you're in the red, you can, you can say piss off. But these guys that are making money, it's like you said. I mean, they're making money hand over fist on a dream job. They don't have to do anything but sit at a fucking desk get fat and eat Cheetos all day. So, But I think it's part of their hook. I'm, I'm going to kind of go a little bit different direction with this. You know, I think these guys know that they're like negativity. People buy into that shit. It's well, negativity and that's what I meant. sells. Yeah, right, it's and part that's of their I mean. shtick. 
Like, it's just, it's crap. I hate it. And I, like, the people that I watch, the YouTubers that I watch, are either information-based, like someone like Bife, or people that are, like, news-type people, like Caxis and um, Houndish. Those guys are, are nice guys. And sometimes they get a little controversial. They don't live in the negativity. I stay away from those people because I know that's what their shtick is. And I just, that's just not what I watch. So the people that I watch tend to be positive. If they're laying the the other stuff out there, it's more of a news kind of thing. Like, here's the thing. This is why I'm upset. And I'll talk more about that a little bit later in a later segment about Destiny stuff. But they don't, like, feed the negativity. And I think that someone like Ninja, when they get there, they know that people, like, they like it when people go off like that. It it sells. And I just don't, I mean, maybe that's where we are as adults, that we don't really do that. Or maybe like all, you know, everybody, you know, buys into that negativity shit. I don't no, know. No, you, you've hit it good. There's a guy I follow, uh, Young Rippa 79 and he hits a lot on the Marvel movies. And he points out a lot of stuff, but he brings fact with it, and that's what makes him so interesting. He's like, look, you know, they got it wrong, but here's why. And, and a good example is Captain Marvel, and I'm not going to diss on the movie. I haven't seen it. not going to go into that. But just listening to him talk about it, you know, even though he's negative, that's, that's his hook is he's bringing a lot of fact with it. So that's why I find it interesting. Yeah, well, I, I agree with um... – with Valiant Abyss. So I watch those two ones that I usually pay attention to. One's Dr. Disrespect, and I only watch him because of his stick, right? I mean, he goes off on these rants, but he has this whole he totally uh, persona yeah. that, that, that is online. He's putting on, he's basically putting on a show. So that, you know, I get, and I enjoy watching that, and I know it's all just this whole thing he's got going on, which is funny as hell. And then the other guy, like, was Drifter, um, who does these really in-depth informational ones, right? So he spends a lot of time going through and, and getting into the nuts and bolts of games and things like that and figuring out um, how the game works and stuff like that. So, you know, there's different audience types, and each one of these guys, you know, tries to tailor to it. When you get to such a broad audience like Ninja and, and some of these other guys, they rely on shock factor to keep the momentum going, I think sometimes. And it's, yeah, it, it gets pretty toxic and I don't understand why people continue to watch stuff like that, but I'm old and out of touch and you're not a tween. Yeah. So I don't know. Yep. No, I think you're right though. I think it's an age thing. I think if you get, they do that to keep the teenagers engaged otherwise it gets stale and they're like yeah he's i watched him last week or you know five minutes ago um i think that's the deal i agree greg anyway so no i think you're i think you're onto something lala i think there's a there there's definitely you know shit there that's that's i want them all to work with gunny for a day at the glory hall dude i would totally wear him the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) all right all right let's let's move along to uh gaming and geek news just the other week, uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint has it was announced, and it's the uh, the upcoming sequel to Ghost Recon Wildlands, or I guess the next in the series, based off it's following the same type of formula with it. Uh, the game's going to focus primarily on survival, and you have to survive this, I guess this island, this continent. It seems like it has every single type of environment to it: snow, swamps, everything. 
You'll have to eat and hydrate, maintain weapons, treat injuries. So I guess they're going to get into some nitty gritty parts of survival. That's set to come out October 4th. And it looks pretty interesting. I was, I was kind of, I haven't played a Ghost Recon in a very long time. I think it was the last one was on a 360. I forget which one it was. But I'm actually thinking about this one based off the uh, the announcement trailer. Do you guys, anybody else interested in this? Or Nope. Space magic. Nope. <laughs> Space magic. I think this might be one for Greg's. Yeah, this one, um, it did look a little interesting based on the gameplay and stuff like that. It does look at, they said they're going to have PvP, although in the launch stream they didn't really show much on how PvP would work and stuff like that. So that's all left open. But um, aside from the mechanics, you know, it's definitely a takeoff from Wildlands, you know, kind of like Wildlands 2.0. I think it could be, it could be a decent, it could be a good game. Did you play Wildlands? I didn't play it. I did not. No. No, this one, I passed on that one, but this one looked kind of interesting. And depending on what comes out in the fall, this may be a purchase. So we'll see. We'll see when they, you know, release more info on, especially with the PvP. Oh, by the way, it also have raids, which is kind of, I think, a new thing for this Ooh. series. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That might be something to sway Valiant over from Space Magic. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You never know. All right. Up next, we have some Final Fantasy remake news, and I think Valiant's got the info on this one. Yeah, this one's you know been kicking around forever. It was a, you know a long running joke that it's never going to come out, but it looks like it actually will drop. The bad news is it looks like it's going to hit the next generation platform. It looks like it's going to be a PS5. So previous news, and then the update. The previous news was it was going to be you know Xbox and you know I should say Xbox One, PS4, multi parts, meaning two or three parts, it's going to be an action RPG instead of a straight RPG. If you remember anything about the original Final Fantasy, it was turn-based, you know, hit points, all that stuff. They've made it more modern. The story's going to be the same, but the uh, uh, it's going to be basically action instead of going to, like, a combat screen or anything. It's just going to be straight through combat. Think, like, uh, Mass Effect. It's not just a remake. It's going to be a whole different game. whole different... You know, a lot of the, they're going to try to keep a lot of the, the the concepts the same, like in order to like upgrade weapons and things like that. A lot of those concepts are the same, but it's going to be uh, a single player, you know, 60 to 100 hour playthrough per part. But yeah, action RPG instead of RPG. Because I think they, that's their main issue is it's, it's not going to sell as an RPG, but it's going to be next gen platform all integrated so it's going to feel like you, you know, your cutscenes and cool stuff like that is going to feel like the same for high-end graphics. Are you getting a PS5 now? Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the things that I personally, is, is like, that game is what it's going to take to get me to, to, to buy a PlayStation. Are you going to wait for reviews first? Nope. Nope. I mean, it's, play, I mean, it's, a, it's Final Fantasy. It's a, it's, a, it's a remake of a, a series that I know that story. It's going to be awesome. I mean, I, I know the story. So if I can get 300 hours of playtime in that story, I'm, I'm going to play that. I, I just can't see myself, meaning give, give up on seeing Seppi Roth and Cloud and those guys from God gaming 25 years ago, see those guys come back. Yeah, I have to play that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't even think I, I never even got past the uh, first one. I had it for my PlayStation, but I had the attention span of a gnat. So. I didn't last long with that one. Final Fantasy VII was also one of my favorites. I spent 
God knows how many hours playing that thing. And, uh, you know, Evan, one other thing I heard was that it was basically going to be two parts. One, the first part was going to be, you know, the original game. And then the second part was going to go further on with the story than the after. The original. So, oh, that would original. be sick. Yeah. Because they had the sequels that were parts that were more stories. So maybe they're going to bring that in. Okay. I could buy that. Um, and then, yeah, again, the, um, the exclusivity is kind of a, a bummer on it. But if it really is that, because the original news was going to be all platforms. More modern is that there's no current plans to bring it to Xbox. But again, if it's a huge hit, I'm sure they will. Uh, if it really looks like it's not going to happen, then, you know, uh, I know the looks like the current plan is that PS5 will come out before the Xbox 2 or whatever. So we're going to have to find a way to make that happen. I mean, that's, that's what it's going to take. Something epic like that is what's going to take for me to get another, you know, yeah, well, the I guess we're going to have to, we're going to have to wait till E3 drops and we get to see what they, what they come out at E3. We'll have a huge announcement for that then. You know, a lot, a lot of new news. I mean, they just gave us the, the stuff that it looks like it's an exclusive and it's going to happen as opposed to it might happen. Yeah. So that's really the news. All right. So up next, we have some World of Warcraft classic news. This cracks me up. They, they actually released a, uh, they have a webpage out there with a, a full page list of features that people are reporting as bugs in the alpha. <laughs> people are so used to playing Warcraft, modern day Warcraft, that going back to classic Warcraft, what Warcraft was when it first was released, they don't realize that actual features in the game are not bugs. And they have a whole web page listing this. And I, I just think that was kind of funny. Um, people are clamoring for this. They, they have to have classic. You know, this is the best Warcraft ever. This is when Warcraft was pure. And I don't think that that's what they really want. They think they want that. And it's like what Blizzard said before. They think they want that, but it's not what they want. I, I don't expect this to really do as well as people think it's going to do. I know I've played some of the Warcraft on some of those private servers and they had classic edition there and it's nowhere near as good as Warcraft is now. I don't know, but we'll see. I just thought it was pretty funny that they actually have to put a web page out listing about 20 different things that are not bugs. They are actually features in the game. <laughs> it's funny. There is a, there is definitely a subset of gamers that like that, that like to go back to that older style. The, the, one of the, the large clan I was with when Black Desert, there a bunch of a lot of those guys um, went back to EverQuest, EverQuest, the mm. progression server, and they were playing that for a while. And now that classes come out, a lot of them are going over to classic. So, I mean, there is a market for it. I personally am not. I don't really revisit games all that much um, for the horde. But. Yeah, I mean, there's there seems to be some market. A lot of people like to go back to those originals, but I, I can't do it. I was Alliance. I wasn't screw the horde. Fuck the horde. I was Alliance. Me and my uh, human warlock. I was badass in PvP. I love that game. I, I've done that. I've gone back to older games and tried to play them. I went back and tried to play some Kingdom Hearts, like one and two, because obviously three dropped, and I couldn't get more than you know four or five hours into it. And I'm like, ah, oh, the graphics are horrible. Yeah, I can't. I, can't I can't go it. back either. And and it's just it bothers me too much. Well, the thing with Warcraft, it's not actually the graphics that would bother me because I I kind of like the graphics with that the the art style they have and they've updated the actual game even though it's still very similar. 
But when you p- compare it to like modern day MMOs where like Elder Scrolls Online, where every single line is voice acted, acted. So you go up to a reading. quest giver, you're not reading stuff. You're not, you know, just skipping through. Because in Warcraft, I would basically skip through the stuff. But in, in Elder Scrolls Online or the Star Wars Online, mm. they actually it's all voice acted and there's actually a story to it and they have different actors it was it was a lot more interesting and more engaging and not that's not even including like the modern changes the quality of life changes to mmos people think they want this but i don't think that they're gonna last we'll see i mean that's an interesting point that i think my my son and i talked about that load screens and voice acting we can't have screens like static screens with load on them like we do in anthem no. We're not, we just don't accept that anymore. The same thing is we have to have voice acting, reading stuff. Monster Hunter actually has like, a, you got to read occasionally, not all uh, NPCs, but some NPCs you have to read some stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's awful. And I had that same reaction. Like, no, this is a modern game. You can't have that. No. Nope. 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 It's, and it's, uh, we're spoiled. And speaking <laughs> of things you can't have, uh, Battlefield Five, the Firestorm, their uh, Battle Royale game mode, they have ended the duos, so you you go in, you can squ- you know squad up with uh like four players or two. I don't know if they have one for Battlefield Firestorm, but they didn't have enough players playing it to actually populate a duo server, so they canceled it. They killed it all completely. Now, does that mean there's no matchmaking? It just for, for duos. So now it's only squads only. So it's only four players only. So if you squad, if you matchmake with squads, if you go play solo, you're getting team with other people but if you wanted to play like just two like a lot of times we play um blackout me and beers will play blackout and we'll go duos but that hits right away we have no problems getting to a game for blackout but firestorm they couldn't they didn't have enough people playing so they just killed mm-hmm. that whole part of that and, matchmaking and and firestorm that was pve right pvp it's oh, battle it royale PvP. it's okay. it's like oh, it's like yeah, fortnite yeah. it's like blackout PUBG. Gotcha. it's the same thing it's it's their addition of well, they have like 64 players, I think, in that one. I don't know if they have 100 Firestorm. I never played it. I know Grex tried it like once or twice. I gave up on Battlefield Five a long time ago. It just was not a good game. All righty. Uh, moving along. So uh, 2020's Call of Duty is going to be Blops 5, and it's going to be uh, done by Treyarch. So it was Boom. supposed to- yeah, boom. It was supposed to be uh, that Call of Duties have been like one on a, every three years, the developer creates a Call of Duty. Was it a Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and then Sledgehammer and Raven? And so every three years, one of the studios releases a Call of Duty. Apparently, there's some issues with Raven and Sledgehammer where Activision said, you're out, Treyarch's in, and Treyarch will be releasing, it'll be called Black Ops, Black Ops 5. And that'll be the 2020s edition, not this year's edition, the following year. So they have two years to work on this from Black Ops 4. So, Bye, Sledgehammer. <laughs> Fuck you in Advance Warfare and your broken fucking disc because it was worst COD ever. <laughs> How do you so feel about that? Pulled it. <laughs> There's pictures on the internet of broken discs. It's all one I'm the, saying. One of the greatest rage quits of all times, especially with GRG and too old to shoot. This is too old. To, I guess too old to shoot back then. No, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're right. And he was too old to shoot. Gunny starts flipping out, screaming, cursing, "F this, F that." 
done with this piece of shit game. And he pulls it out of the Xbox, pulls the disc out of his Xbox, goes to his garage, gets a hammer, and smashes it to a million pieces. Oh, no, dude. Dude, that was in my hands, in the den, smashed with my hands. Okay. On the carpet, <laughs> just fucked. I broke it that night. And I was like, you know, you could have traded that back in with GameStop, yeah. that 15 bucks. He's like, I didn't want to subject anybody else to that. <laughs> exactly. The worst game ever from Sledgehammer in the COD series. Well, uh, well, it looks like you're getting your way, and it'll be Treyarch instead. Well, Treyarch is going to be running with it, but Raven and Sledgehammer are still going to be like the supporting devs with it, the supporting studios. And I believe they're going to pull the single campaign that they were working on and incorporate it to this game so they don't get bitched out for not having a single-player game mode. So they're going to take, I guess, the existing campaign that Sledgehammer and Raven were working on. And it's supposed to take place during the Cold War, Mm. which I don't know the years of the Cold War. It wasn't that similar to Black Ops... Vietnam one, maybe afterwards, I don't know, before the 50s, 60s, 80s, when's the Cold War? I'm terrible with that. The Cold War ended in 1988, so you're probably talking, it officially started 1945, right? But maybe, yeah, so it's, you know, it's 70s and 80s. Broad. I don't know when they're going to, hopefully it'll be the 80s. I'd like to see something somewhat modern. For the record, the Cold War went beyond 88, just saying. Mm. In the real world. The Cold War is still existing world. right now. In so. the real world. All right. Uh, up next. Now, the, a lot of the Destiny neckbeards are having a, a fit about this, and I think it's kind of funny. Um, Destiny is rebalancing ah. gears and supers. So it's a whole big mess. All the weapons are being nerfed. All the supers are being nerfed. I don't know. Everything's being nerfed. Uh, the, so the, the, it's they, like three they weapons. Stock and nerf. <laughs> it's like three weapons. And the, the two that are like the people are really complaining about, I, I don't think people give two shits about uh, Ace of Spades, but it's Ace of Spades, Whisper of the Worm, and uh, Sleeper Simulant. Now, hold up a second. Why are they acing Ace? Yeah, acing. Why are they nerfing Ace of Spades? I mean, I don't think that that was really that overpowered, was it? Or I, I think it was fine. I, I, I don't get that one. That one's the one I get the least. The other two I get. And if, you know... In my crystal ball, again, I, I was completely wrong about the Game of Thrones finale, so um, my crystal ball says that they nerf these and they bring them back pretty soon in the next season. But I don't get why. Now, Sleeper, the problem was with Sleeper and Whisper was that they were actually creating bosses around these issues, meaning they know these weapons are OP, so they and for example, sleeper the stuff would bounce around and you could like shoot into certain enemies and it would bounce around in them and you'd have like uh you know a four second kill if everybody shot at the same time because the the ricochets would bounce around inside these enemies. So if you have to build every boss around these weapons, a nerf seems kind of necessary. That's the argument from the bungee side, I think. And some of the some of the guys from the, the YouTubers are kind of speculating that front. And I get it. Same thing with the supers that get your super back immediately. It makes it, it takes a lot from the game is what they're saying is that now, you know, uh, Slova bomb is a good example or the slow Nova bomb. I call it Slova bomb. You hit five enemies with it. You get it right back. Well, the same thing with Orpheus rigs. Uh, no, that's what I, I would use as a hunter. So I would come in with the Orpheus rigs, but isn't that the whole point was to get your, I mean, that's the whole point of that exotic. If you take that away, 
why am then I using why are you it? using it? Exactly. Yeah. So for all of those where you get your super right back, they're nerfing those. And as far as armor goes, and the weapons that are like so OP right now, they're nerfing those. So that the community's all hot, to, hot and bothered about it, and people are quitting, and there's streamers that are saying I'm taking hiatus because all this toxicity in the community, and you know everybody's got their panties in a bunch. But really, we have a new season coming out in two weeks. This is going to coincide with the new season. They're starting with a level playing field for the raid number one, and there's a lot of complaining about the world's first last time on the raid, and we've got new supers i should not necessarily new supers new exotics coming out and a bunch of stuff coming out this summer that i think they're just setting up a platform to start from for this next season and possibly the next year of content they need to start with a level playing field that's what they're known for and to be honest i'm tired of running out of the same super all the time because it's so op i have to use it i want to use a different super i think it's a good thing and that's the thing do you want to earn it or do you just want to get it you know what I mean? Well, if you if you you got to use what works, right? So if the best thing is this thing, you've got to run it. If something else becomes better, if there's a new meta, either you discover it or somebody else does, but you want to move to the new cool thing. And if they if they kind of, you know, mess with things a little bit, they mess with the soup. Now, what's in there is going to be a slightly different. So I think that's good. I mean, I, I, a whole bunch of different things have been the meta over time, and I think the only way to really shake it up is you got to nerf some stuff every now and again. Here's what I think with that. With, with this, not only Destiny, but pretty much any MMO or any game that does, requires builds, is I always would like to see build diversity where you're able to create a character, create a with, with powers and weapons and skills with how you want to play the game and not be forced into a meta. So when I play Destiny and they're like, you got to use Orpheus Riggs, I'm like, I don't like that super. I don't like running that. But I do it just to be a team player. But if I had my way, I would go with the blades or I'd go with the with the um, golden gun. Golden gun, yeah. Yeah, so I would choose one of the other ones. But when you're running with the raid, you need those orbs. You need everybody to get their supers back up. So I'm forced to run with the, the bow and the Night Stalker and Warfius Riggs. And a lot of MMOs do this. They're very similar. Like you run, this is the meta build. you got to run this. If you're not running this, you're doing it wrong. And it's a shame because you think with the ability to create different builds, different layouts, different weapons and stuff, you should be able to play what suits you. And, and that's why I don't follow the meta a lot. A lot of times I'll pick a meta gun and it just does not work for me. Like, oh, this, this shotgun's meta. You got to use this shotgun. You have to. If you don't use this shotgun, you're completely screwed. Well, you know what? In Destiny, I suck with the shotguns. So I can have the great – I have the – uh What's the one? The the um EP shotgun. The um what's it called? The uh called the, um, Lord of Wolves? No, no, no. No, the um the Escalation Protocol shotgun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> go my god. And it's like my I'm brain, I'm like brain here. Yeah, I'm so worthless with it. I'm just not a I don't like to be that close to an enemy. I like to have distance, I like to have some space. Like I'd rather use a scout rifle or a sniper rifle. Aikilos, the Aikilos shotgun. Yeah. The Aikilos. So I, I think that's a shame. I think when when someone creates a game that allows you to customize a character with weapons and gear, you should be able to, there should be multiple metas. There should be a meta for every different super, you know, it should all be viable. Yeah. There shouldn't be any supers that are sucky and there ought not to be like, oh my gosh, if you run, you know, a hand cannon and a submachine gun, 
it's just you, you know you're not gonna it's not gonna work or if you run this weapon versus that weapon it's just not gonna work it ought to be a little bit closer than that or you find some build that works for you yeah i agree that's the way i would like it to be and i just think that over these live act live service games it takes too long to develop that and, and constantly new content. By the time they have beta tested it, it's really the, the players that are figuring out what the new thing is. And by the time that's the thing, oh, wow, this one's way overpowered. We need to fix this or we need to bring other things up. You know, and I think that's just a constant cycle of this. And I'm used to it. It's fine. And, and you know, it happened in Destiny 1, it happens in Destiny 2. Every time there's new content, kind of makes sense. Like, and I want it to change. I'm tired of some of the stuff I'm running, which is fine. I like it, but I want to find something new. You want different gear. Yeah. I miss the whole point of getting gear is to be able to use different gear. And uh, do you ever think Bungie will get this right? They seem to have the, they seem to have a bigger problem with this than other games or other MMOs. Like they just, they introduce a weapon or, a, or ability and it just seems like it's so overpowered that, that you have to go that route. They're not fixed. They're just recur. They're just doing this cycle every time they introduce new content. It's the same cycle over and over again. You know, they, the new content comes out, the new guns come out. They want everyone to want to get them and want to use them, right? So they make them OP. And then they nerf the crap out of them at the end of the season so they can bring out new stuff so they want everyone else to get the new stuff. And it's like a cycle. They, they try to give it a little bit longer life than that. So it's like Whisper came out a year ago and Sleeper came out um, a year ago. So both of those are from Warmind. So they had, we had a year with it. And then uh, the, the armor, some of that armor is, you know, year two armor, some of it's year one armor that gives supers back. But none of it's like from this season. It's just that on the conveyor belt of stuff, we need to be able to bring new things in and have that. Like if all the old stuff is awesome, why would I bother getting the new stuff, Grex? Right. And that's because they're not, they're, they're, they're only focusing people into a specific build. We want you to use this new crap that we just threw out at you. Right. Um, you want this next only, new cool thing, right? It's like only game that I've known <laughs> to have a variety of builds be um, viable uh, at the same time as Guild Wars 2. It's the only game that I've ever seen mm. not to lock you into specific builds at a certain point in time during the life of the game. That is the greatest MMO or game of all time. So, that, um, but honestly, that is the only game because in that game there were at least three or four different builds that you can run based on your play style that were viable at that at any given time. Didn't I, I mean I didn't play a lot of Warframe, but I thought Warframe was a bit more like you could do different things at different times, and it wasn't like you were locked in. Warframe put me into an epileptic shock. Like I just, <laughs> all the jumping around and explosions. Oh my god, my eyes roll back into my yeah, back of my head. My plastic. I start yeah. swallowing my tongue. I don't know. It's <laughs> sometimes I get with, like that with Destiny. But well, speaking of things that need need a nerf, <laughs> let's move into uh, the division to the. Uh, they just released their raid. It came out this week uh, with the, the latest update. And so GRG took a squad in uh, for both Xbox and there was a squad for PlayStation. Whoa. We're filling up the PlayStation side. They're, they're getting pretty oh, full yeah. right now. Yeah, it, was, it must be 10 of them in the past week. Yeah. 
Both squads went into the raid, and both squads got a complete and total ass whooping. <laughs> the new raid, it, it's kind of interesting. Um, they actually create some game modes that require some mechanics similar to like a Destiny or a, a Warcraft. You got to do specific things before you can attack the boss, kill the boss. And it's it's challenging. All the while, you have like nonstop ads coming in, and you got to fend them off. Neither squad got past the first boss. So we both, uh, I think, put a few hours in and we're just stumped at the first boss. We haven't gotten there at all. Well, yeah. So, you know, and, and uh, the whole census, you know, the, the, the news from, from how difficult it is on console versus PC due to the minuscule size hitbox on that stupid med pack that the first boss has. Uh, hitting that thing while you're trying to run from them, turn around, hit this little box, turn back around, uh, run away when he can one hit kill you, or one hit down you. It's it's uh, the difficulty level is is, is yeah, insane. and his reach. So when he hits you with a melee hit, his reach is super far. I, I've been like around objects that I thought I was safe, and he still managed to hit me. So the first boss, you start off in a room, there's like four pillars, and you need to shoot these pillars down with two, there's two different miniguns on opposite ends of the room, and you shoot down these two pillars, and that lowers the boss's shield. While this is going on, the boss has targeted one player on your team and is chasing him down to kill him. So that person's job is to, to kite the boss and also shoot this little med pack on his chest so he doesn't reheal. And he's got to lure this person over to one of the miniguns and have his back face the minigun so the minigun can shoot the back to drop the shield so the, and puts him to his knees so everybody can do damage. That's when the DPS phase starts. So it's a, a very complicated thing that's happening at a very quick speed with uh, little tiny hitboxes you're trying to hit. Now, apparently, it's it's super easy on PC because now there's teams that are beat, have beaten the raid, the complete raid, in 23 minutes total. They've screamed through it. Yeah, started off, you know, the first team beat the raid and it took them eight hours or something like that, or five hours to beat it. And now they're down to like 23 minutes. And I think just the other day, the first console team beat it and it took them 19 hours. I think it's only like 9% of the population has beaten the raid on console right now. Nine now. Or something like that. I, uh, is low. Yeah, it's it's a little brutal. So, um, yeah, it, it kind of needs some working out for consoles. Sounds like a Destiny raid. Well, it's it's weird. I don't get what their thoughts behind the raid was, because you know, division you have all these diff- all this different gear. You can create all these different builds. You can create like a healer build, a tank build, you can DPS build. But the raid only seems like it cares about DPS. And if you're not building a damage class, you're going full out damage. You're just not going to be able to survive through it. And you can't over-level past the raid because 500 is basically the, the cutoff. I mean, all the gears dropping 500. Can anybody tank? Is there any tanking in this? It's going to be hurting the team because you really need to have the DPS. You need to drop the enemy. On the whole team. So the, the thing was people would think that they would set up, you'd have like a tank class and you have like a healer class, right? You some guys that, that support and can heal the team while the other guys can, can fumble with the damage. but 
the way this is the way this is set up, you need everyone to be putting full damage on a very small window of time. And if you have half your team doing other tasks, then it's just not gonna you're just not gonna be able to not gonna work. That sucks. I I I would argue that mechanic is not going to work. Well, yeah, I, they need to, to address this. And it's been kind of rough as well. I've been trying to like gear up a little bit to get more damage into my build, but it was kind of disheartening. So I haven't really been able to commit the time to it. Like I play a few different things and I just like uh, the gear I'm getting doesn't have the, the stats I need. And I just, I just spent an hour grinding for stuff and I'm not getting anywhere. You know? So it's, it's, I don't know. I'm hoping they come up with an update for the consoles to kind of make it a little bit easier for us. We'll see. I'm sure they'll sort it out. All right. And that takes us to our main topic. Uh, this, our main topic this episode is the ending of Game of Thrones. If you have not seen the ending or you're not caught up on Game of Thrones, turn it off now. Turn it off. Spoiler rich. Yeah, we're going to be talking about all the stuff that you don't want to know yet. Yes. Turn off the cast right now. You're done. Come back later. Uh, also, FYI, Grex has dropped from the call. He has n- He's not caught up. He is only on season six of the Game of Thrones. Because he's a big old pussy. <laughs> I mean, um, he's not caught up yet. Which is surprising to me because Grex is like one of the biggest nerds of us all. And, and this is a show right up his alley. I know he likes this this type of show right but he was not in well, the- i think no i think it's uh the same place i was is that i had trouble watching it with the kids around yeah yeah so, he's got uh, kids at the right age just to be an absolute pain in the ass well before season eight he hasn't watched he didn't watch a single episode and now he's at season six so he's finding some time to do this and he's probably doing it right now well if valiant <laughs> can find the time anybody can well i did this i was doing it during the time that i was you know a lot of times i'd be playing instead of playing destiny i've been getting caught up on game of thrones Wow, that's yeah. that's fucking dedication, bro. <laughs> so hand salute. All righty. So let's get let's get into this. Thoughts on the final episode. What episode you guys, or season? The, the final. Let's go right to the ep, the final episode. We'll work on the season later. So the the final episode. Okay. Part of it was predictable, and part of it was shocking because. It was just the weakest like, fucking writing ever. That's that, why it was I think shocking. that's that's what you got right. Like the they. The stuff that was predictable could have been written better. The stuff that wasn't predictable could have been written better. So for an amazing series of awesome writing, Shot to hell. in my opinion, was weak. It was weak. It was sad. I'll give you my thoughts in the final episode, or at least my, my, my opinion of it. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I didn't have an opinion. I, I kind of watched it, and like I typed in the forums. I, was like, I typed in sigh, and it was more or less like, it's finally over. I'm, I don't have to put up with this anymore. I just like it's like a, like a relief. Yes, it was a relief. I'm like, it is over. <laughs> it, was, it was a relief because of the uh, because of this season. It was a relief. Well, I think the last two seasons. So we're going like the, the thoughts on the the season overall because they they cra- they they pretty much jumped forward with the, the story. They kind of moved at like a, such a huge fast pace. What were your thoughts on the season? I mean, well, the the first thought, and I'm going to quote my wife. God bless her. It was worse writing than the Who Shot Jr. series in Dallas. You know what's funny about that is that you remember you remember how they resolved that. You know, jumping back to an '80s series, they resolved it 
by As it was dream all, fucking all, it dream. was all a dream, right? <laughs> right. I was uh, my How prediction was terrible was writing that. can it be? Right. I was sure that when I got to what was it, it episode five was the second to last one. That when we got through that, it was all going to be like Brand's dream or a prediction or something. I was sure it was going to be. It was so. It was left. such a huge, like out of left field, crazy leap that Danny's burning the freaking city down. That that it couldn't have really happened. You know what I mean? All that shit that happened, it was like so out of left field. And here's the thing: even the White Walker battles and all that stuff. I think the characters allowed the writers to just the, the, basically, you know, the books ended, right? So they don't have a volume to pull from for the writing. So like, well, we have the bare bones, and the characters can carry us through and i think it got us through series seven uh, uh, season um, seven season seven but then in the as soon as we got into season eight it was it came off the wheels like it's it, it yeah. the wheels dropped off the bus and we're just dragging it along i think the show you talk go back to season seven i think it jumped the shark they, they coined a, a phrase fonzie jumping the shark <laughs> when the happy days died <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it jumped the shark was when Jon Snow and company, they were up in season seven, they were up north and they were trying to kidnap a freaking walker. Yeah, and they were yeah. surrounded by the walkers and they're on that little yep. island. Yep. And then next episode, Daenerys shows up with her dragons and that horse shit continues, you know? Yep. So I, I can go with that. Because she that was be, down yeah. at like where she Dragonstone or she was at Winterfell, wherever she was, she was not like minutes away. But like this no, show, it was Dragonstone. Yeah. So you have yeah, it was Dragonstone, which is not too far away, but it's not it's still super close. Days flying on a dragon. I mean, you know, it's or whatever. Yeah. Um, I felt it jumped the shark at that moment. It, that was just kind of silly to me. And they, they went at that point. They yeah. kind of like went breakneck speed. Like apparently, I think happened was George Martin, George R. R. Martin, had bullet points how he wanted the show to end, and they kind of like let's just check them off. Check them off right there yep. on the list. They went down See, the list. I, and and I, I don't know if those were his bullet points. I think it was the writer's bullet points. Like, how do we get rid of this person? Boom. How do we get rid of this? Next. How do we get rid of this? Next. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't buy it. Because there's a definitive line between where his books ended and the, and the show writers took over. Before we completely shit on everything here, let's just. Oh, I'm going to shit on everything, <laughs> dude. Let's, let's hear, like, okay, your favorite part of the season and the series. So, like. What was your favorite part of this of this season? And then we'll talk about overall the series. What was your favorite part of this the, the series? Oh, all of like so series tough. all over. I'll give you my favorite part of the series, and this is where I became a fan. Was season one when they put Ned Stark on the chopping block and they lopped his head off. I could not believe they did that. I thought Ned Stark was the star. He's the main character. I'm like, there's no way they're going to do some kind of like thing. They're going to save him. Like his, the Stark army is going to come down and rescue him or something. Nope. His head came off and. No, I, I'm, I, I could kind of go with that. I mean, as far as a major moment, it's like, what the fuck? That's when you watch that show. And you're like, this is something different. It was something special at that point. Yeah. I mean, it really was. It was definitely unique. That one I can get behind. The, you know, again, I read the books before I watched the series. So that one, the same thing when I read the book, I was like, what? What, 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 what just happened? Now, <laughs> now, as a disclaimer, what just happened? as a disclaimer, you and Lala read the books. I'm coming into this, have not touched the books at all. That's fine. I think you're better off because I'm not a big fan of the books. But the, um, 
the red wedding was another thing that was amazing. I was like, what, what just, what the just happened? Yeah. And that's, and that's one of my points with character development plot. Um, the red wedding was a key thing, believe it or not, not for Rob Stark. Obviously, no. but he for had Arya. a bad day. <laughs> no, but for Arya, I mean, that was like, that was a key story arc for Arya. See, in the book, sure. I knew I knew Rob Stark was wasn't going to do anything because none of the chapters were ever devoted to him. So it was like, you know, he was like such a he was an outsider, and you thought he was going to take over everything. He was the he was the king of the north, and he never lost a battle, and he was conquering, he was winning, he was beating Lannister. The young wolf, and he got fucked over. And we heard but more about Jamie Lannister the time. who lost a hand. Yeah, in the book, but it made sense at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shit from this season does not make sense. No, and but I think that some of the things, though, like if you compare those to the out of left field, Danny going nuts stuff, it's still it, it's consistent with the series. But I think what we're talking okay. about favorite moments before we go to the negative stuff. Yeah. So okay. I like the same thing that you like Ned Stark losing his head was bad, negative, whatever, but it was still like engaging. It brought us in. Same thing with them killing Rob Stark. Um, yeah. You know, that was like, you know, I, I freaking hated the phrase. Um, you know, I think satisfying, you know, stuff when, when Arya killed Walder Frey, I was, I loved that. Yes. I freaking loved, that was like. But you knew what it vindication. to. Right. Huge. Opening his throat up, I thought that was the best. And then he, she killed the whole fucking family. Exactly, the way she did it. That, oh, that was, like, awesome. It was satisfying. So, you guys are some sick yeah. bastards. You guys have issues. Oh, oh, no. oh stop. Understanding where she came from and her feelings, <laughs> that made it satisfying. I'll say satisfying. Fuck it. Fuck Bray. Another thing I think they yep. did well was the Battle of the Bastards. I mean, I think that was probably one of the greatest battles ever. On and that was going to be my favorite. Absolutely my favorite was that was a Battle of the Bastards and... What happened to Ramsey afterwards? Right, and and that my whole point is, they spent several seasons developing Ramsey's character. We all fucking hated him, sausages in the mouth, <laughs> but it made sense <laughs> at the end. The who and the why. Sure. I mean, it all made sense when it came to Battle of the Bastards. And I think that's a big difference between uh, previous seasons and the last season and a half. Was they yes, took sir. their time creating the characters, building up the characters and going through the story arcs where Ramsey, Ramsey was one of the best characters on the series. I mean, he was amazing. Without a doubt. Without a he doubt. Fucking uh, like crazy F, but you wanted him to die badly. Like you wanted him to die badly with Walter Frey and Cersei. We wanted those people to die. Badly. And see, and, that, and that's one of my problems. You bring up Cersei with, with this, with this season and the bad writing. The Queen mm-hmm. Desk, both of them. How unfucking eventful were those two? Now understand, Cersei and Danny, they were the two main protagonists in the entire fucking series. I mean, those were the two main protagonists. Cersei was on the throne, Danny was on her way to be the throne. How and they were the absolute quietest, uneventful deaths in this entire last couple episodes. I mean, come on. Give them a fucking argument at the end. Let them meet face-to-face. Let Danny say, fuck you. I told you I was bringing my dragons. I win. And then kill her. I think that deals with when we start going into the worst part of the season in the series. 
but you can't talk with one without the other. And, and, and I'm sorry. I apologize. It, yeah, well, this whole season has, has been a big letdown. And I think uh, starting with the Night King battle that, I mean, like everybody's chosen for. And like, he was at the very first episode, the, the, the walkers or the white walkers were introduced and they were the underlying threat that was supposed to threaten all of mankind. Everybody. Not really, just the North. <laughs> just the North. No, but I mean, they were, that was the focus they were leading you to, is regardless if you're yeah. Winterfell or further south, this is the main threat. They're coming. We have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And to have them, their, their only major battle against the dead, I mean, and, and have it be over and they win, and it was so unsatisfying. It was one night. Yeah. Right, there wasn't even a sword fight. It was, it was. You caught me midair. I stab you. The end. Yeah, but it was. They were losing. I mean, what was great about it, you know, I think, you know, you can make an argument that battle was still pretty good. They were losing, 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 losing. Who is not expecting a sword fight between the Night King and Jon Snow? I mean, well, everybody's expecting that sword fight. Yeah, the problem is that if he. If he did it, then he would have he would have he would have had to lose or win, and both of those are not ideal for the story. Well, I think I think we all deep down knew that people, not the dead, would win. I, I yeah would like to think yeah. that we all knew that. It's just who does it. I, I was thinking that they would win was, that battle, and they would like have to go back to King's Landing and fight him at King's Landing or something. I was thinking. I think that's that was what everybody expected because if if you look at it now, if you were like a, a person that lived in Dorne. And they talk about the walkers. They'd be like, yeah, what? That's nothing. Like, I've never seen one. But I think one of the worst parts of the season, we go about the worst parts of the season this year, uh, was just a Jon Snow character. They're brooding. Like, he was, he was like, yeah, you're supposed to be. He was the underdog. He got shit on his entire life. He was, you know, nothing ever went well for him. And so he was slowly became. And then became, his brother stabbed him death. <laughs> he slowly became like he went to the the wall. He became the Lord Commander. Then he became the King of the North, uh, and so on. And so then we'll forth. still shit on him. And, and it was leading up. He he fought the Night King at Hardhome, and it was all leading up to those two clashing to have a big sword fight. Right. And we as viewers, were, we were robbed of that. That should have been Jon Snow's battle. It should have been an actual fight. Uh, we were robbed of it, and right, and we were we were he was working his way through. We were sure he was going to be the one to go and confront him, and Arya snuck in there. That little bitch, she stole the spotlight. Look at his character throughout this this season, <laughs> season eight. He was basically an extra. He was just nobody. Yeah, he was he was he was he was a non player. He was a non player, and he was someone that has been a player since season one, and we thought was the main focus. And I think that was one of the that was painful. Which to is watch. one of my yeah. issues with this season, and I'll. Wait. Yeah, well, we're, we're still going on this season. So, um, I mean, we can go right into the worst because I think we covered the favorite parts of what we, we enjoyed. Okay. No, but, okay. If you're talking about this episode. Yeah. Well, Braun. I mean, come on, really. What? He hit up fucking the whole time and then magically he fucking comes back and he's on the council. He's the freaking. Lord of Highwater. No, yeah. Lord, no, and, and he's the Lord of Coin. High Garden. Okay, now understand. High, High Garden, yeah. He's the Lord of High Garden. We put mm-hmm. him on the council, and now he's fucking Lord of Coin. Now understand, he's a sellsword. Yeah, he was. He's he cannot be trusted. He's never been able to be trusted. He, 
which is even bullshit with the whole threatening Tyrion and Jamie with the crossbow a couple episodes ago. He's like, hey, well, when do you guys fuck me over, I'm going to kill you, which never happened. But yeah, we're going to put wait, this though. guy as a fucking master hey, coin. Hey, hey, hey. Like, you remember who was when we first, who was the first master of coin? Littlefinger. Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah but Littlefinger is good way at worse it. than Littlefinger. But, okay, fine. If your argument. At least we developed that character while he was the master of coin. I mean, we didn't even develop Tyrion when he's master of coin. Uh, you see, uh, the bronze, the whole bronze storyline. But the bronze just to show up out of nowhere is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that that was he's still alive. That's what it comes down to. That was very disappointing. Yeah, and it, and just magically he appears. Him and Tyrion are fucking good to go. Well, you're on my small council. We're 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 fucking friends again. Come on. Here's my issue with it was. So Bronn spent all this time protecting Tyrion. Then he went over right. and protected Jamie. So, and you figure like, you know, I mean, I understand this guy's a sellsword, but at some point, like he's got to have like a relationship. You figured they build a relationship past that sellsword. And all of a sudden Cersei comes up, who he knows is a, is a real bitch. And she's like, I'll right. give you gold to go kill them. Oh, okay. I'll go do that. Like, right. I don't buy that. I think that was just, well, and then Tyrion, being the smart guy, he he invites him to the fucking small council as master yep. of coin. Well, that whole small council scene was kind of just no, maybe. but I just based on the past, which is what you're talking yeah. about. That's that's. I think my those are just part. extra scenes at the end. You know, they they could have been rolling credits during that time. Another thing that was was upsetting <laughs> with this season was the battle at King's Landing. I mean, you realize that Cersei was going to lose. But not to put up any sort of fight. Like she just like they they had all their stuff and basically they got their ass kicked and the city burned down to the ground and they did nothing. They didn't even mount any sort of offense. It was just Right. It, 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 bottom line, she curled up in a ball and just died. I mean, and that's what I meant by it was so uneventful for the Queens, both for Danny and her. Which which is upsetting because like they led up, they built this up, they built this confrontation up so much and you didn't have it. I don't care who killed her, but at least make it fucking dramatic. Not Jamie hugs me, bricks fall on me, I'm dead. It was the same thing with Danny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her and John are talking back and forth, and I understand the conversation back and forth, but then magically his fucking dagger goes in her, and she dies a quiet death. I would have been more satisfied if they would at least met each other, whether one of them in chains or not, had a discussion, an argument, and say, hey, guess what? I'm the bigger bitch. Fuck you, you lose. Yeah. And have the dragon fucking burn Cersei. Or have Jamie stick Danny, but give me something, not, I mean, they were completely separate deaths. They, those yeah. were the two that were supposed to meet head to head, and they got two completely separate deaths. Huge missed opportunity there, and then the bigger problem I have is Danny. We, we spent years developing various stupid things, from Tyrion to um, Sir Davos, you name it. Um, Varys. Varys, right? And he gets killed. But Danny's turn went so fast. Right? You blinked, you missed it. Wait a minute. Like, she one just, death did not turn her. Oh, and like what? Her one friend died? Right. Miss Sindri. That's why I'm Me saying. Sunday. You don't. Me Sunday. Me Sunday. Me Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You saw one person get beheaded and your fucking whole story arc changes and now you become the mad queen. Well, I mean, you know, the setup is, oh, don't, un, don't uh, wake the dragon, right? That's what her brother said. There's, like, that whole, like, bullshit of, like, they go nuts. And, you know, Which the gods flip a coin and all two. that stuff. 
Right. You know, all that stuff. They, I mean, they, they gave some flashbacks to remind you of that at the beginning of the episode. But even then, it wasn't enough of a setting because those are things like, I, I think, um, you know, the actress who plays her um, tweeted out, hey, look, you know, of course John's going to, you know, have a conversation with her, maybe, you know, sit her down saying, dude, what are you doing? This is crazy. And then stab her as opposed to like just walk up to her and be like, you know, it's my duty to kill you now. Which is what it came down to. She crossed a line. I get it. She killed thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people really, really bad. But maybe she's just having a bad day. Maybe she's having a bad day. You know? Yeah, but think back to this scene. I mean, how, how quiet, uneventful. I mean, there was nobody around. Not a dragon, not the Unsullied, not anybody. And it was just such a quiet fucking death. I mean... Yeah. Well, I mean, scream, I think the, the, the argument on that is she, she, does she really need protection? She's got a dragon, right? Right. The reason that John was allowed to walk in is because the dragon. They love each other. Right. I get right, it. And the dragon recognized that. that like, right. You know, I think the dragon knows he's Targaryen. Um, it was but, so quiet. Yeah. It was just. Yep. And she didn't utter a word. She didn't be like, oh, my God. It was just like, oop, I'm going to bleed it was like, my mouth and we're right. done. There's a dagger in my heart. I'm dead. I think my issue with the whole Danny character was was that light switch flip of madness with her. I mean, people try to say, oh, she's been brutal her entire sh- you know, show run. Um, when, she, when she burned the, uh, the cows from the uh, Dothrakis. When she burned the, yep. the the slavers, she crucified all those people. I'm like, and, but there was a reason. But yeah, there was a reason, and she was doing it against evil people. Then to go right, the, you, she knew the city fell when the bells rang. She knew that, so that was. Tyrion yep. said, "When the bells ring, the city has fallen. Please call off your troops. Gates will open." Right, and she decided to go and burn everybody down, regardless. And it didn't make any sense because she was surrounded by very smart people of Westeros, like Jura was following her, Varys, Tyrion, Jon Snow, the Onion everybody was following yeah. her. They met her and nobody sensed at any point that she was this crazy ass person. And it's a shame because I think this leads to my, my, my bullet points was, you know, did we miss that? Like was, was fan theories better than what we got? And I think a lot of fan Absolute theories was fucking yeah. because there was people Absolutely. that, there was people that said, Maybe Bran warged into her mind and snapped her. Like he, he, he made, he created yeah. the Mad King and maybe he did this, maybe he did that. All these fan theories you read over the years were really better than the, the stuff we actually got. And it was a real shame. Yeah. What's, what's interesting, I think, about, um, about Danny is that I think if, don't you think that if you're on her, like, you know, council, the war council, the moment she starts wearing black, She's the bad guy, because you know, <laughs> she, know. right? Because she's white all the way along, and then if she put black on, that means she's the next Darth Vader. So <laughs> my wife wears a lot of black. Maybe she she is the bad guy. There you go. Now you got it all figured out. <laughs> well, I'm saying that's what she was when she was riding the dragon and burning um, things landing down. She's wearing black. No other time in the series did she wear black. Not Ever. true. Not true. Not true. Okay. I got you. When she when first she arrived black? at Dragonstone, she was in all black. <laughs> no, bullshit. I'm serious. I actually remember that. When she first arrived at Dragonstone, she was in all black. Okay. So, but I get your point, though. Whole, every other time you see her, even when there's like a massive battle and uh, she loses a dragon, dragon rolls over on her and all that stuff, and they're fighting the dead, she's wearing it's white. It's like the comic books. 
Bitches only got leather on if, or only got armor on if they're wearing leather and it's showing their boobs. Nice. That's what it comes down to. It's marketing, dude. <laughs> ah, I see. So that's why the comic books they're wearing leather, not because it's like better for fighting. It's a, well, okay. If you want to go there, comic books really a bra and a fucking brazier and fucking panties in their metal, so their armor. Gunny wears mm-hmm. Gunny wears leather. He's got a leather mask with a zipper across the mouth. But anyway, oh, I got more than a leather mask for you. But <laughs> anyway, so like here, here's one of my issues I had. So over the, the course right of the series, we had so many storylines that kind of just went nowhere. I mean, let's look at like Dude, Jamie's Jamie's that's my yeah, Jamie's arc was meaningless. His arc was right, and that's my biggest issue. All the story full redemption. Yeah, he 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 hooks up with um. That's all my that's all my Brienne of Tarth. I mean, I think it would have been better if he died fighting the dead. Yeah, right. He if he hooked up with uh Brienne of Tarth before the fight with the dead um and then uh died during that battle that would have been a better death for him than him going back to cersei and being a bitch no it was just like a it's a uh he he was like her plus one in her death right you know it was, it was just, like he was invited his, to her death his entire story arc was just a lot of these story arcs were just made null and void based on two fucking episodes and that's why i know it was pretty when I it's said, a little like real life, right? Real life, you never know like where it's gonna, you know, where someone's gonna die. You can't always have things tied up in a neat little bow. Right, but, but I mean, that's why I went so extreme when I said this season made me hate the rest of the series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because so many story arcs were jacked up. I just, I just disliked this season. Yeah, like his story was went nowhere. It, I think it was worse when he hooked up with Brienne because I thought like he, to my eyes, I thought he respected her as a knight, and, and then like he. He knighted her, but it was only just to get in their pants. Um, no, see, and that's uh, it. Leading up to know. it, I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, he knighted her. It was out of a sign of respect. He knighted her, and then he got in her pants. But anyway, <laughs> right, which was just extra. <laughs> so you have Ar- but it was, it, but it was worthless. I mean, there was no point into having him do that. So we have we have Arya's face changing abilities. Oh my god! Never Arya's used, used yeah. Fucking Dora the Explorer. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that her story could have ended with Walder Frey. Like, yeah. I was thinking it would have been better if if she did the thing with Walder Frey, then she goes and she, again, she could have died fighting. Like, if she killed the White Walker at the same time the, as the, the king of the, um, the dead there killed her, if they died right. simultaneous, that would have been a better way. But that would have been, a, would have been a crushing death to have him kill her or, or just have her go back to a minor character. I mean, like, they, they had too many characters. They could have wrapped up her arc then. Well, and that's why I said earlier, you know, Rob's whole storyline fed into her. Yeah. At least it made sense when she killed Walter Frey. And I'm like, Val, if the Night King would have took her out at the same time, I would have been satisfied. It was like, okay, that was her would purpose. Have been a better death. Yep. But she has no fucking purpose now. I mean, come on. Fucking Magellan on a ship? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go west to Westeros. Yeah. Yeah, right. around it. Well, and then the other thing, with her, with her going all the way to fucking... Um, King's Landing. Well, I was here to kill Cer- Cersei, but she beat me to it. Well, dude, you're a fucking assassin ninja. You couldn't have got to her first. Well, the hound pushed her away. No, no, I, I get that. But, I mean, if that was truly your goal, she could have made it to Cersei. That would have been a fucking more satisfying death than fucking bricks on her head. Right. We, we, we didn't have to waste any screen time on her. We could have spent that time developing Danny's go-nuts. Yes! Right? 
Yes. <laughs> and of like other other storylines went nowhere. Like Euron, like his character was was painful to watch. He he was basically like the stereotypical villain. He was so one dimensional and so silly, so over the uh, top, and it was such a different yeah, character. No in the writing. Books. That's it was just so bad. Yep. I- Euron's almost made sense because he was so one dimensional of a villain. Like, I mean, he from the beginning. I mean, like he didn't bullshit. He killed his brother. He took over the Iron Islands. Why would he? Why did he fight Jamie though? Well, he just happened to show no, up. Which is he was the right place at the right time, right? right. right. Which is, is the bullshit part of the. But why did they fight? Like, why did they he, fight? Like, there was no reason for those two to. No, fight. No, no. Well, no. He had said, "Hey, kill me. You could fucking kill two kings." I mean, two times yeah, king player. It was so just I dumb. Get that? It was dumb. It was dumb that they ended up at the same place, same time. I give you that. Yeah, well, but Euron wanted to kill him because he knows that. He was in Jamie is his one rival, Cersei. right? To, to right. bang with Cersei, yeah. So it actually made more sense than some of the three dimensional shit. Yeah. Another storyline that went nowhere was was Bran's abilities, his warging, his three eyed raven powers. Oh, fuck, dude! Pointless king, pointless. Well, I mean, I don't pointless. care. The, 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 him being king is less important than his powers that they spent what five six seasons, seasons, six seasons six. developing. Yeah, like what would they do? They they he he got the spy on the White Walkers walking south. That was it. See, I thought like I thought a good twist. A good twist was like he knew that that Westeros needed a new king and someone that was going to rule them differently. And it would have been interesting. And this is a fan theory that didn't pan out. Was he worked into Drogon or he worked into Daenerys and and, and made her snap? Mm-hmm. Right, do something to make it happen. No, he was basically just watching Netflix in his mind. I don't know. Right, which is why he posted that fucking meme. Yeah. Well, I I <laughs> I didn't do anything, but I'm gonna be fucking king. So, and here's like my biggest storyline that really went nowhere was Jon Snow's heritage. Oh it had no God. value. It had zero value. The whole Jon Snow story. I think, like, I know the biggest thing with that did is that contributed to him having to break up with Danny. So I think, as far as the story goes and her going nuts, she went nuts for three reasons. Her second dragon died. Her her friend was beheaded. Yeah, me Sunday. Missandra. Me Sunday. And, me Sunday. Me yeah. Sunday. I like that meme. Me Sunday. Oh, I'd like that Sunday in a heartbeat, dude. Oh, she's smoking hot. She is so hot. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my John God. Don said. I can't bang you anymore because you're my aunt. Right. You mean so those are the three things that went, you know, that, that made her go nuts. You know, I lost a second dragon. You killed my friend. And, you know, John won't snake anymore. He's breaking up with me. And I've nearly never, I don't get broken up with. I break up with you. So. Yeah, but see, John's story arc got fucked up in these last couple episodes, too. Because, you know, I'm a bastard. I get sent to the wall. I become Night Command, Night Watch Commander. Fight the White Walkers. I die. I come back as King of the North. I go down south. Fall in love. Fuck! I'm back at fucking being in the Night's Watch. They don't even send him back to the Night Watch as fucking the Lord Commander. How do you know? Uh, there's a hole in the wall. There's nobody there. There's no walkers to fight. But we're going to make him the fucking Night's Watch. No, you know what he did? He peaced out. He said, me and my brother Tormund, oh, we're going out yeah, cruising dude, for redheads. I totally done it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> dude, and that's one of my We're things. Going north of the wall to find new redheads. He's gonna be the next king north of the wall. Yeah, he was looking for some fire crotches, and he was not. He was there's no wall. No, but I mean, he he's gonna. You know, I mean, come on. 
I mean, it's just, oh my God, it's so fucking. We're weird. probably going to have to edit this down because I think we're probably 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we Real quick. I, 45 I, minutes over. I got, a, I got a fun game here. So before we, uh, we get down to the nitty gritty here, we'll talk about satisfying uh, character ends. Okay. Uh, None. Give, give a quick, yeah. Give a quick yes, no. It sucked. It was good. Okay. Um, all right. Hound, Mountain, Clegane Ball. No. Valiant? Nah. Mediocre. Okay. I was okay with it. Yeah, I was okay, okay with the battle. I thought it was, it was okay. Exactly. It was okay, but it wasn't like it, it, it wasn't could have been awesome. better, but it was okay. All right, a Drogon, the dragon. Nah, he didn't die. Fuck it. I, he flew off like a fart in the wind. Fart in the wind. <laughs> no, it, no I, I'm, I'm fine with his departure. You know, I think in, in the sequel, he talks. All right, here's, here's one that <laughs> I have an opinion. Padrick. Sir Padrick, now of the. Uh, of the I'm good with that. The one guy uh, that actually had some fucking success after all his dedication, fucking Sir Podrick. I'm good with that. Yeah, he's he's the one of the uh, king. Oh, I think he I think he got screwed because the Kingsguard can't get late. Can't get chicks anyway, or maybe they can get chicks. And can't well, get he can't get married. Got chicks. No, but the he whole married. point, part of his character development, he was banging was girls. Getting him to be a knight. Was- no, well, that and but <laughs> at some point you knew he was going to be a yeah. knight. He was honorable. Yeah. He was training. He was going to be a knight. Now he's a All knight. Right. So good on Padre. Next up, Brienne. Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of fucking Tarth. Yeah, her story arc ended fucking two seasons ago when Jamie fucking banged her. Yeah. Valiant, what do you think of Brienne? I think, I think she's okay. Yeah, I think it was all right. I'd I think it was her. okay. I mean, I'd bang her. I think it's. I think she got like she got the the cool job or like writing Jamie's narrative. The, you know, the yeah. Guard. No, I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with Brienne. Yeah. Yeah, she and, banged and me, but I tried to bang her. A knight, and yeah, I, I, I think that some people don't like that they assume she's a lesbian. And no, dude, wasn't. she wants the D. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, Gunny. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that were speculating, and they feel like it's a missed opportunity. I'm like, I'm fine with it. I, yeah, I'm fine yeah, with it, too. It's, it's I don't need an agenda. I'm okay All right, with so, it. All right, so Torment. Okay. He's where he's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, he's where he's supposed to be. He was he was at he was at he was at Castle. Well, you know you know my thoughts on this. He should have been with Brienne. They should have been fucking and making monster babies okay. and conquering the world. That's what right. I wanted to see. Instead of Jamie, instead of Jamie, it should have been Torment. Yeah, I mean totally, they, absolutely. But the fact, yes, actually, that would have been better. He ended yep. up, it was okay. You know what that would have been? I'm not upset. <laughs> that would have been like the Friends, the 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 basic rom com style hook up you know <laughs> that's what that would have been yep, you know yep. the, the the barbarian and the uh i think it's good right. I, I like him i think he was one of my favorite characters jura the jura the explorer oh gay well, they wrapped up his uh his storyline i mean like he would have been devastated oh jura, jura. jura, yeah, jura the bear the bear oh i thought you said jura the explorer oh, i just I jura the jura, yeah, jura. Yeah. No, Jorah's no, supposed I to think he's good. battle the whole time. Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. Sir Davis. Well, he's always been an advisor. I'm okay yeah, with it. I like Sir Davis. Yeah, he's good. He's a small council. I like, like his stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd like to meet him in real life. We'll get to the big characters like cool now. Um, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie Lannister. Jamie and Sir... Gay. No, and bad. Cersei Fail. as well, Gay. I guess, would be this. Gay. Fail. Fail. All right. Um, Daenerys. Obviously, we, Day, did not, fail. we did not like that. Fail, fail. Arya, fail. Yeah, I I thought this was my biggest issue. Was this was the Starks aren't sailors? Like 
they do they don't sail. They never sail. They were in the middle of winter. That right. And and, and and the the one ship they showed, what did it have? A fucking wolf at the mast. I just thought this was odd. I don't understand this. Yeah, story. it was it was well no, because if you think back if you think back to that last episode, the last five minutes the last five minutes was focused on the stars. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, it was all this, this whole series this whole series was designed to be focused on the stars. Yes. So but her sailing off into west of Westeros, gay. Fail. Nah, I, I just... I, she's I think an assassin. Been... She's not an explorer, gay. Well, I think there could have been other... Like, she might have been with someone or something, but still, I just... I I don't know. It just doesn't fit. I agree that... I mean, fuck, we've at least get her up with Gendry. She didn't do Gendry. Yeah, it was just a weird thing. I don't, I don't get this one. Okay. All right, yeah. So anyway, uh, where are we at now? Go down your list. Uh, Sansa. Win. Awesome. Win. Yeah, that was probably awesome. my favorite. Totally win. Uh, that was, that yep. was the only, only, only complete story arc, in my opinion. You know what I like about her? Like when she when she was talking to the Hound, and the Hound was like giving her shit about Ramsey, like breaking her in, and all the stuff that happened to her. And she's like, yeah, if that never happened to me, I'd still be a little bird. And mm-hmm. then she's like, okay. Yep. She knew and that's why it makes her story. I mean, that was the only complete story arc I felt like happened. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, dude, I, I dealt with that guy. I We earned our spot. When she was talking about what the North went through, she's talking about her personal development along with the North. We are never going to bend the knee to anybody. That's why she was so mad with John. So as far as plot development goes, around her, anything related to the North and Winterfell, that was developed. Yeah. And I think yep. it's because of the timing of things. That happens later in this um, in, in the show than in the book it's happening earlier in the book so i think that's partly why it's developed more because it was actually written by martin as opposed to the writers of the show yeah but i'm, I'm sure somebody can correct me on that but i, I think that's right yeah and, and i appreciate the fact that they had her stick to her guns i mean yeah. even yeah. to her own brother you know you know you might be i can't king, believe you bent the knee we're independent right i'm not yeah. bending the knee and i love you to death so win all right yep. so we're, we're down to the final two we got Tyrion. Should have died. I don't know. I like Tyrion. Should've I was a big died. fan of Tyrion. It, I know, talk about fail, failing fail. up. You know, I, I, I don't no, like... understand. Stop. He's one of my favorite, if not the favorite character. I want yeah. to caveat by that. Sure. He should be dead. To be the hand the third or the fourth time, it's just redundant. I don't know. Um, it's so you know, here's, here's my thing with Tyrion was I thought he sucked this season. They, they just He was supposed to be like the smart, one of the smartest people. And he was a complete buffoon this whole season long, and it was just bad. Blinded. Yeah, yeah he was very blinded. But I think he was – I liked and He it. kept making mistakes over and over again. He kept getting everything wrong. Yeah, and, and – Everything. Seasons one through seven, I, he was my favorite – one of my favorite characters. Uh, even yeah, in books, he's one of my favorite characters. And yep. they bungled him this season, and it was whatever. But I could see him being a hand. I don't know. I'm okay with that. that no. And then finally – I mean, come on, dude. That that's a rehash story. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you should go back to Lannister. What's it? The uh, well, they have no more gold in their mind. So, Castle well, see, that's my whole point. Why well, I think he should be dead. I mean, the Lannister dynasty should be done. Like that was no, because he was one of the things everybody was looking. He was for. the only non-evil Lannister. Although I, I, kind of, I, I don't disagree. I like I said, he's my favorite character. I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, I did like Jamie Lannister. 
Uh, Jamie yeah, went from somebody you hated a, to somebody right, you liked. Yes. I mean, he killed he his own cousin, strangled right. his cousin. Right. But and I think that his transformation started with his hand being cut off. His transformation was more important from, than Tyrion's. Yeah. yeah he lost his hand. That's when he would became. He he's not Jamie the sword fighter, and he became someone else. And my favorite moment of Jamie was when he was charging Daenerys with the uh, the lance. He he knew he was going to die, but he had to take that opportunity to kill her and get rid of her. And I was like, you know, just he put. He was so brave, and I thought that was so well mm-hmm. done. And then here comes Braun out of nowhere, like usual. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, okay. So last but not least. You have John Snow. Yeah. Are we happy with how his story wrapped yeah. up? Nope. Nope. Not at all. Mm. Nope. Somewhat predictable, but I, I think he couldn't be king. He couldn't. It, it was never going to be. It was never going to work. No, you, you wanted him to be king, didn't you? It, no, you, it's not that I wanted him Browns, to be. Right? <laughs> no, he was the only character developed to be the king yeah. as far as he kept his word no matter what. Even when the threat of death, lack of love, whatever, they developed him to be king. And my problem with Jon Snow is they went full 360 with his fucking character and put him right back where he fucking started. I mean, it's just, I don't understand. But if that. you, it, you've got to understand his character, don't you think that's where he wants to be? Like, if you really. Well, no, he didn't him. want to be king. I, I, I mean, I know no, without he, he, But being in, in the. Being free in the north, if, whether I mean, dude, honestly, the free folk or on the wall, he should be I, dead. No, see, of course he should be dead. Yeah, no, look, stop. Okay, <laughs> Danny dies. Listen, listen, Danny dies. <laughs> Danny dies. And the first thing fucking stupid ass Grey Worm don't do is go stab the fucking midget and go stab fucking Jon Snow and kill him. He should be in a mad fucking rage, but we go three weeks advanced. What stopped yeah. them from killing those guys? No, and and and. and it, and a good point, yeah. Snow should be dead. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the, the way they portray Grey Worm, who should be dead. Yeah, he should be dead. Is have, Yeah, he should totally be dead. He was a fucking nun character. Yeah. And that kind of pisses me off. But as but soon he, as so he found he, so, out his so, fucking queen was dead, he should have gone after and just fucking slaughtered this guy in a fit of rage. Sure. But the uh, – but I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with John's the way that went. I think nope. it nope. probably shouldn't have – I mean, look – how they got there, we can make arguments, but him ending up, I think that's really the question. John ending up. I think up he got he shit on. No, I think he's good with it. I think he's happy with that. He I don't think that's okay a punishment to him. No, it's, it's definitely say. not a punishment to him. He's, he's definitely in a happier place. I, I really well, think. Well, no, because he's used to yeah. it. He is in a happy place. I just <laughs> don't think I agree with how they got there. It's okay. upsetting because I think uh, the entire time you were built up to have him be the the one and you just something no not even the one just something the way i looked at it was he was going to take the control of the throne at the end of the day he was going to have the dragon you know go hump his that was my that was my train of thought and they didn't do it and like you you, you look at like when he became went up to north he was nobody was a bastard and the next thing you know he's lord commander and the next thing you know he's king of the north and he's leading armies and people are following him and then right that's what I'm saying. He he peaked and then just fucking got shit. Well, here's my problem. Like, so you go. So they at at the end they go pick the king. So you have all these different families there, all these different you know the the, the lords there picking their next king. Mm-hmm. No one knows who the fuck Bran is. 
Brandon was no. pieced out. He was up north of the wall for Nobody five seasons. Him. Nobody knew what he did. Nobody knew that three-eyed story. No. So, but they all knew Jon Snow and what he did and what he accomplished. And it right. just right. Anyway, so I, I believe it or not, I agree with you, Jack. All right. So that said, I, I think we know. Like we all hated the season. We liked the I show. I got one more question. Go ahead. The Kalasar and the Unsullied. Are you fucking kidding me? They had a full army after that engagement. Yeah. Wow. Well, dude, when, when she comes walking up and is addressing them. It's like they never even fucking disappeared. What the theory is, of course, it's sad. You have to have theories about this. Is she didn't commit all her troops to the north, only some of them. Oh come on, dude! That was their main scene in that battle. Was the Kalasar fucking riding ahead? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't get that. And that's yeah. I don't know. Their swords burned out. So it wasn't that they all died. It's just their you know the flame. Oh, those guys! No, I I thought they sent all the Dothraki up there and right. And they all died. They all died. They That's, the that was assumed. They, 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 died. The they died. Right. And then they were all there at King's Landing. Well, and, so that kind of one. That's my like, problem. How is that? Apparently, that they were saying yeah. there's not all the Dothraki were up north. There were some still a dragon well, stone. I don't know. There's fucking half of them are still alive. They should explain that we're sending yeah, half our fucking them. troops. I don't think they did a good job of explaining that. I'm guessing in the if George R. R. Martin actually writes the final two books. We probably will get the satisfaction of the Had character he, development, and, yeah, and see, and yeah. those other things that we want to see. We'll probably get those, as opposed to I think. Well, had he written them, we would have gotten them. There's I more think. episodes in one season of, uh, like season two, I think it is. There's more hours in in season two of this than there is in the final two seasons of of the show. So That's I think sad. That it's rushed. I think yeah, it's rushed. It's so sad. Oh, absolutely. I think they they crammed all that in because they had to finish it up. Why not take ten episodes? You know they're right. gonna make money. Make well, ten fucking episodes. Is everybody like, really expensive? We're all gonna watch if you go into fucking next year. Here's the thing: ten million people are watching that fucking show. So not anymore. Three more fucking shows. I don't know. HBO wanted ten seasons. They wanted ten seasons. So they wanted two more seasons after this season. That's just sad, dude. I mean, well, I'm telling you, they could have developed. We, we all agree they could have developed Danny's character. Oh yeah, I, totally. they, they could have easily taken this another two or three seasons. It still had done a good job. Easily. It needed to be another two seasons, minimum. And, and do you think they they shorted it up because of writing, or is it just got too expensive? HBO HBO wanted it, so HBO was was going to pay for it. They were gonna yeah, pay. impatient. Yeah, they got impatient. Yeah, I'll tell you the biggest death of Game of Thrones being over, HBO. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How many people yeah. are going to cancel their subscription? That's their second. That's their second and probably biggest nail in the coffin. They've dropped boxing and now they've dropped HBO. What fucking reason do I have to subscribe to HBO? HBO now. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch Chernobyl. Uh, Westworld. Get caught up on no Westworld, no. and uh, then I'm done. No, I, I saw the original with Yul Brynner, dude. I'm okay with it. <laughs> so Chernobyl's not going to suck me in, and the spinoffs that they made obvious at the end are not going to keep me in it. And they're not going to be out anytime soon. And that's the big thing with this last episode is the worst part is the spinoffs. Man. You've got the Queen of the North spinoff. No. You've got Ari the Explorer you're wrong, spinoff. You're wrong. You're wrong. All the spinoffs no, will be prequels. No. no. Uh, prequels. And that's Mark my minutes. words. There will go. be spinoffs from this episode. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, All right. All right. So I think, uh, I think we beat this <laughs> thing down. 
Jesus. Yeah, we're gonna Don't have to. Uh, you're, you're gonna have to edit this. I ain't ready. I'm, okay. I'm letting it run. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> you have gunny raging. So I mean, this this draws in viewers. I'm over the listeners. No, actually, you know what? I'm very <clears throat> calm and very polite. <laughs> I'm just saying, fuck you, Game of Thrones, and having a beer well, and relaxing. I think what's upsetting. I think we're, why we're also upset was. Uh, this was a show that we, we really, truly loved and enjoyed. It was so oh, great for doubt. so long. Without a doubt. Without a and, doubt. And it just shit to bed. And we committed to it. And we, and we, like, it was it was a knockdown, drag out fight, like, all the way to the end. You know, there, it wasn't ever, there was never an episode for season seven, but maybe even before season eight. It was really a letdown. Everything went somewhere. No, until you got the season eight. It's not a letdown because it led to something. Right. We get to season eight, and there's like at least two or three times you're like, what? No, dude. It was every episode was like, are you fucking kidding Well, me? this reminds me of um, another show that I liked that was probably equally as good, but set in sci-fi. Firefly. <laughs> Firefly. Fuck that show. <laughs> it was Battlestar Galactica, the remake. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first – yeah, right the first enough. three seasons yep. were phenomenal, and TV Guide was rating it TV show of the year. So you figure sci-fi show to get TV show of the year, that's that's a pretty hard feat. I mean, that's it's such a weird niche for you know for viewers. Right. And then the fourth season is not most popular. And the fourth season, right. they just shit the bed. It was garbage. It's like if you want to watch Battlestar, I highly recommend watching the miniseries, watching the first three seasons, and just be done. <laughs> just for don't watch the fours just there. Just be done. Just skip it. the fours. Just kill it. So, and that's what I think with this. So, anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I think we uh, we beat the hell out of this horse. Oh, my Lord. Yep. Game of Thrones is officially yeah. dead for GRG. It's about as, officially. Game of Thrones as of this podcast. It's about as dead as that white horse that came and saved our head. <laughs> that worked in and saved aria um your boy talking another pointless thing uh all right all right all right all right so uh anyway that's gonna do it for us i want to thank everybody that came on valiant gunny grex uh also remind you're welcome also remind everybody stop by our website grimreapergamers.com feel free to send any questions comments or hate mail to the ReaperCast at GrimReaperGamers.com. And with that said, I'll see you all in two weeks. Thank you. I'm sending you a hate mail. Later, dude. Nice.